Hello, and welcome to Lost and Found in 2020. I'm Ariana Starkman. I'm an actor and a lead ambassador with Scare Your Soul, a global courage movement. Scare Your Soul inspires small acts of courage that lead to big changes in our lives, our communities, and the world. In the last months of 2020, Scare Your Soul challenged people everywhere to speak their truth, telling their real stories of what they lost and found during the COVID-19 pandemic. We called the challenge Lost and Found in 2020, and we were amazed by the stories we received. Just for you, we've selected 10 of these stories from around the world. They are read by 10 accomplished Broadway actors whose lives have also been deeply impacted by the pandemic. The result, as you will hear, is amazing. We all lost so much during the pandemic, and yet we found so much. Today's episode is written by Christine Reed and read by Trey Harrington. In January 2020, I was halfway through training for my first 50K ultra marathon. I had signed up for it as part of my long-standing quest to become the type of person who runs. At this point, I was four years into my mission and still had to fight the inner battle to lace up my sneakers and put in the miles every single time. The race was scheduled for April, and I still had 14 weeks of training to go. One day, my partner and I went out for a couple of miles of easy jogging. As we trotted down the trail at a 12.30 pace, what most runners would consider casual, he asked why I was breathing so hard. I always breathe this hard when I run. I tried to hide my shame under a matter-of-fact tone. I did, in fact, always breathe that hard when I ran. He looked down at his watch. We're running pretty slow. I glared ahead. Yeah. What's your heart rate? He asked. 186, I told him. It took me a moment to realize he had stopped running. I turned back to see him standing on the trail looking at his watch. My heart rate is 142, he said. Why is yours so high? His face was a mixture of shock and concern. It was a valid question, and one that I had wondered my whole life. Why could other people jog easily? Why did training guides reference a conversational pace when such a thing didn't seem to exist? Why did I feel that I was running full out at a speed that appeared leisurely to others? After that run, my partner and I looked back through the data from my previous months of running. Data that I had never been much interested in beyond distance and speed. It turned out that my heart rate was almost constantly above 170. Sometimes for hours as I logged 15 to 20 mile runs. He suggested I go to a doctor. He wondered if I should be running at all. But I was registered for a race and had spent five months already in training. If I could run 20 miles without dropping dead, I could finish my training program and run my race. And if the doctor said I couldn't, then it would all be for naught. I wasn't willing to take that risk. So I promised that I would see a doctor after the race. But then my race got canceled. Thanks, coronavirus. With everything going on, I was hesitant to try to make an appointment. My condition obviously wasn't urgent. I'd been experiencing these symptoms my entire life. 
so I waited. My awareness of my cardio fitness in comparison to everyone around me shifted from an underlying sense of shame and self-loathing to one of nagging worry. It was August when I finally, reluctantly, made an appointment with a cardiologist. Part of me had long wished there was a medical explanation for my physical ineptitude. If there was a reason running and hiking, biking, roller skating, skiing, swimming was hard, I wouldn't have to feel so bad about it. The other part of me had been working for several years by this time to come to terms with the reality of my body. That part of me was terrified that the answer may be worse than the not knowing. As I sat in my paper gown in the sterile patient room telling the nurse my symptoms, I wondered how I'd made it this far in life without going to a doctor. Every time I exercise, I feel like I'm choking. I have a hard time breathing, my heart races, my face turns bright red, I sweat profusely, sometimes I get dizzy. Some of these things had gotten marginally better with years of forced cardio training. Some had not. When the doctor came in with my chart, she went through my list of symptoms again, asking more in-depth questions. Do I ever get dizzy when I stand up? Sometimes. Do I get shortness of breath at rest? Sometimes. She directed the nurse to monitor my blood pressure and pulse as I lay down, sit up, and stand. When she handed me a pamphlet with P-O-T-S written across the top, the nurse smiled. She had guessed correctly. Several weeks later, an echocardiogram confirmed that there was nothing physically wrong with my heart. P-O-T-S is not a defect, it's a syndrome. It can be linked to other conditions, but is sometimes inexplicable and mostly incurable. It can be treated, the symptoms can be managed, but overall it's just something you learn to live with. The pamphlet and some online research left me with helpful suggestions like cutting out alcohol and caffeine, things I'd done years before because they both left me feeling yucky and weird. Managing my sleep and staying hydrated, Check and check. Exercising regularly. Check. Part of me was relieved. There was power in naming the thing. POTS was the reason for a lifetime of discomfort. I no longer had to own my symptoms as personal failings. I wasn't just out of shape. For my body's condition, I was actually surprisingly in shape. But with this information came a devastating truth. I would never get there. The place I had been trying to get to for so many years. The place I had been running and running, trying to reach. I had held out hope through years of toil that someday I would have done enough work to finally arrive where others seemed to have been born. At 30 years old, I have gained a new label, a sense of self-knowledge. And all I have lost is that which never was, the person I longed to be. Thank you so much for listening. 
Today's podcast is a co-production of Scare Your Soul and Evergreen Podcasts. Find out more at evergreenpodcast.com. This is Scott Simon, founder of Scare Your Soul and the Lost and Found in 2020 Project. To receive free courage challenges every Sunday, visit scareyoursoul.com. The challenges are always free and a great way to push your comfort zone, bringing connection and growth into your life. This project is in support of the Actors Guild. If you enjoyed today's episode, consider making a contribution to support performers and behind-the-scenes workers who have struggled during the COVID pandemic. You can find a link to donate in the show notes or visit actorsfun.org. Our passion is inspiring small acts of courage. So remember, do one thing today that scares you. You never know what amazing thing may show up on the other side. Hey there! I'm Hannah. And I'm Audrey. We are a sister filmmaking duo and co-hosts of Sleepover Cinema, our show where we analyze the films that created the collective unconscious of the girls, gays, and theys of the late 90s and early 2000s. Princess Diaries, The Cheetah Girls, Aquamarine, Cinderella, the one starring Brandy. We haven't stopped thinking about these movies since we first saw them, and we want you to rewatch them and review them with us. Are these movies as bad as critics would have us believe? Do we even care if they are? We are always unpacking that very question on Sleepover Cinema. Check out Sleepover Cinema wherever you get your podcasts or at evergreenpodcasts.com. See you soon.